It's them wise girls. It's the wise girls. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's the wise girls. Are the names uh-huh. Stay wise to the times is the game Relationships and money talk in the old way Oh, and if you didn't hear the name Just wise girls Wise girls Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Wise Girls What? Episode 6 can't believe we're here already. I know. Six episodes in. I'm so proud of us. I know. I'm I'm mostly proud of you. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and no, I could put in some work, put some dedication. Yeah, all the above. I'm surprised you have not just ate breakfast and fell back asleep on all these weekends we've been recording. Wow. If you didn't already know, I'm your girl Laura Wise. And I'm your girl K Ray Wise. And this episode of Them Wise Girls is dated dedicated to being young, black, gifted, gifted and, and broke. broke. Yes, baby. I know you're talented. I know you're out here shining. I know you should be on another level, but you ain't because your money is pulling you back. All the way back. All the way down. It's pulling you back like Chingy and Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. Me, me back. back. Telling me I ain't got no damn money. I can't. <laughs> with that, with that attempt to uh, redo that song, we're going to get into our sponsor, so stay tuned, y'all. When you're starting a business or trying to take your creativity to the next level, you need to be able to communicate without words in a market that is highly influenced by social media and visual marketing. Are you a creative professional looking to revamp your image or a new professional needing guidance on creating your brand? Well, contact Bold Creative Solutions. Be bold, be creative, be successful. We can be reached at boldcreativesolutions.com as well as Bold Creative Solutions on all social media platforms. Again, contact us at boldcreativesolutions.com. Be bold, be creative, be successful. And welcome back. We're glad you're here with us still. And you know what we got to do because we always start this podcast off with a movie quote. So, Kay Ray, you actually picked the quote this week. I did. I got a feeling it's kind of short and sweet, though. <sighs> Just because I'm short and sweet. Actually, you're, you're tall, luscious, and uh, very sucrosy. <laughs> well, I meant verbally. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, true. But anyway, uh, this week's quote is actually from the TV show Insecure. Because Issa this season was really going through, you know, her money struggles. You know, she Ooh. was she was really like, you know, she was couch surfing. She was lifting. Party lift. <laughs> Party lift. Yes. <laughs> yes. Issa was on her grind. She was like, I got to get my shit together. And so she was trying to make all these moves. And so she uh, got some advice from one of her friends, the best friend, in my opinion, on the show, because she's the most hilarious. Oh, my God. Kelly 
needs a spinoff because she does. She's that damn funny. I felt like she wasn't present enough this season. I felt like this season of Insecure. I'm mad. We just doing a Insecure recap real quick. Uh, this season of Insecure always left me wanting for more, and I feel like the show should be a damn hour. It should be an hour, and it should be more than eight episodes. I mean, I know Issa Rae ain't uh, going to hear this podcast, but I just want. I, I don't just speak want her that. To you don't know. know what Issa Rae is going to listen to. I just want her to know. Hey, Issa. That eight episodes ain't nothing but a tease. I'm going to need her to get her life together. I know, because white shows have seasons that be like, damn, y'all not on hiatus yet? <laughs> Didn't nobody need a vacation? Nobody got to take the kids to daycare? Nothing? Nothing. Like, but anyway. It'd be some white shows be like, damn, this is still on? This still new episodes? I thought they was reruns. But anyway, though, so she's trying to get her stuff together. She goes she goes up to Kelly. She's trying to get her money together with Kelly. She's like, look over my finances, girl. Tell me what I can do. And so she starts, I don't know what she was, exactly what she was doing, but she was talking about something, and suddenly Kelly was just like, bitch, you ain't got no money. Honestly, I want to live by myself. Bitch, where? You ain't got no money. I didn't mean to come at you like that, but a bitch try, bitch. Okay. And then she had to pull herself back. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But it's true. And it is true. Sometimes you broke and you, you have got so to come many to terms. You have so many dreams. That so many aspirations. Be, yes. And it just be like money be like, yo, bitch, guess what? You can't go. You can't do it. No moves to be making. I'm tired of everybody on Instagram talking about, I got to get to the bag. I feel like the bag is like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Where the hell is the bag? And why am I not attaining it faster? Is it a grocery bag? Is it a Ziploc bag? Is it a purse? Is it a wa- Is it one of those little coin purses? Like, you know, that little coin purse your grandma pulls That's out. That's what I feel like my bag be sometimes. Ooh, I, every the time somebody hands me a bag, I'll be like, the bag must be bigger. Girl, sometimes you be wondering, like, where are these bags? I feel where like the bag is mysterious and elusive. Ugh. The bag. The bag is a myth. The bag is only coming to people on Instagram, clearly. Mm. Maybe I should just get off Instagram. Yes, you should join my club and get off. I mean, I'm on Instagram, but don't be caught up in the scroll, girl. Because when you start scrolling and actually reading captions and stuff, you just be getting into a total headspace where you're like, you know, I just, I, you literally feel depressed. Like, I don't, I just feel like I ain't got nothing going on. I know. Do you feel like social media makes you feel like you're not supposed to be where you like, you're not in the right place all the time financially? It can sometimes. I you see so people too. going on vacations. And, they're, you know, their life may not even be all of what the story in your head you're making up at that moment when you see the picture. Mm. You see these images and you just start thinking, like, I'd love to be there. I'm not there. I'm supposed to be on vacation right now. I'm supposed to be floating in the kayak in the middle of the... Pacific or wherever. Meanwhile, you eating your pastrami and American cheese in your cubicle, looking at them on vacation, like, why ain't going nowhere? I know you're like Bette Midler in First Wives Clubs. You just walk into this beautiful apartment that your ex husband has, and you see everything all beautiful, and you just, you just fall out, like, ah. 
And you just break down. Well, first of all, First Wives Club, let's just break this down. Bette Midler walks into the apartment that her husband is now shacking up with, with Sarah Jessica Parker, SJP. And they're trying to steal something so she can prove that he's committed fraud. But they go into his bedroom looking for these files. And she just looks at everything. Like, the house is nice. And she's thinking about how she's living. How she's embarrassed because she's got to ask for more time to pay her rent, take care of her child, need to pay for her food. This nigga living in a penthouse? In a penthouse? And now I actually got to look at the bed you share with another woman. Good. How much more can I take? I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but guess what, y'all? We've got a special guest today. Yes, we have my good, good friend, Delshawn Renee Hayes of Hayes Financial Coaching. She is all about budgeting and getting your money together. So we're about to talk about being black, gifted, and broke. Because you might be broke. And you know, we're not judging you. Because sometimes you gotta, everybody has to get broke before they get somewhere. So, you know, we're trying to be young, black, gifted, and balling, getting a bag, getting a check at the bank. You know how to get a check, don't you? Huh? Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, we're going to talk to Jill Shine in just a few moments. So, we're going to catch y'all on the flip side after we pay our bills and get that check with this ad. Boom. Oh my God, the toilet is overflowing. Do you have a plunger? I don't have a plunger, I don't have a plan, and I don't know what to do. It looks like we're gonna have to make the wise choice. Wise plumbing, that is. The number one plumbing choice in the Cincinnati metropolitan area. Call Bob Wise at 513-772-7507. Make the wise choice. Okay, so we are back with our very special guest today, Miss Delshawn Renee Hayes of Hayes Financial. We are so glad you could be here today with us. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome. Okay, so if you haven't already seen my girl on Facebook, she is always giving us budgeting tips to get our lives together. And she always makes it sound so fun, so easy, so achievable. Even though sometimes when you were out here in the real world trying to apply these things, you know, it gets shaky when you want that frappuccino. <laughs> it's shaky when you want that frappuccino and you got that at-home coffee money. <laughs> those, those are real-life decisions. <laughs> those are real-life decisions. Hey, those, those add up. Yeah, that $4 cappuccinos add up. They do. They do. So, how are you today, ma'am? I'm doing fabulous. Good, fabulous. good. Yes. <laughs> fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> okay, so you are here today with us for Young, Black, Gifted, and Broke. So, I think the first thing we wanted to talk about was the race to get it together in the social media age. Is somehow Instagram will always make you feel like you're poor and that you need to raise up your standard to what everybody else is doing, like going on vacation, getting you some new shoes. So we don't really see the work behind whatever that was. You just see them walking in the Gucci like, oh, that looks that looks so nice. Why am I? It's not even the Gucci stuff that gets me. It's really like the nice house. And it's not even like a mansion. It's just like, you know, an apartment with all white walls and lots of succulents and pretty plush furniture. Something that looks like the cover of Martha Stewart. Something that looks like um, a Nora 
<laughs> something that looks like as good as it gets or it's complicated. You know how the houses always look perfectly curated? Yes. And you're just like, why don't I live in there? I could make blueberry scones in a nice kitchen. <laughs> you don't feel intimidated? K-Ray doesn't even follow Beyonce because she doesn't like the pressure. Well, it's not even the money pressure with Beyonce. It's just the pressure of Beyonce. I don't follow Beyonce, no. I don't either. Okay. I, I don't I'm either. the only person here who follows Beyonce on Instagram. Why? Why would I want to look at that? I don't understand. <laughs> I, I, I try to follow people that I, I know eventually I can touch. Yes. So, so I'll, I follow people like that. So one day I know I'm going to be able to touch them. And so that's who I follow. I follow people I can touch and people that I can't touch. I like I See, like balance. I don't like that. I don't even know what to call it. Like, I, I mean, there's some, I've, I've followed celebrities in my feed, but there's some I just like, I can't even deal with that. It just puts too many thoughts in my mind or, of despair. That's the word. Despair? Despair. That's, despair is deep. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, look, I I like Beyonce's outfits. So most of the time, I I but I'm them. never gonna have those outfits. I don't have to have that particular outfit. I just want an outfit that looks like that. I want to say never, but you, you can YouTube. Man, let YouTube be your best friend. You can have those things. You can achieve that that illusion. With you. let YouTube be your best friend. See, I like YouTube too. YouTube can get intimidating too because they also have the white apartments with the green succulents but you, and the but plush you can furniture. Do that, a good paint. And some, and I'm telling you, a plush chair. You get it. I found a two dollar chair. I went and bought some flush, some white, hot glue that mug, and bam, it was. <laughs> it was bam. bam. See, we can have the things we want. We just can't have it in the same capacity. It might not be the same brand. It might have oh, the same brand. See, I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not concerned <laughs> with brand. Yeah, I'm not a. Yeah, it can have the same look. It just won't be the same brand. You I think our parents instilled in us early, like about brands. Like that is not a big deal. Yeah. No, we didn't talk about brand. We just ate brand. I didn't know what brand was until I got to the 30. Like, oh, cornflakes. We had cornflakes. We didn't have no uh, fake cornflakes. We had, like, the name brand cereals. But yeah. we, they, it wasn't a big deal about the brand. Yeah. You know, now I eat fruit rings instead of fruit loops. <laughs> or something like, you know, something like that. But we, it wasn't a big deal growing up. It wasn't a big deal. I don't think, I think we just, if there was a brand we liked, we would be like, oh, don't get the generic because I really like. There, there are a few there's things. A, that there's, I like. a, there's a few things that I'm like, I really want that. I mean, I think the only thing I can think of is Oreos. Like, you're not gonna eat an off-brand I, Oreo. I'll eat it, but it's not the same. It's not the same. They got off-brand Oreos. Yeah. Wait. A, how is the budget guru not aware? Of I guess because that's chocolate. I don't really do chocolate. Oh, I don't chocolate. okay. You don't yeah. do chocolate. But uh, I didn't know they had all brand. They got golden yeah. Oreos though, the white ones. No. 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 I do uh, windmill cookies. Windmill, windmill cookies. cookies. They only cookies. sell it at the Dollar Tree though. That was my mom's favorite. I love windmill cookies. They only sell it at the Dollar Tree. With the almonds on them. Uh huh. Yeah. They only sell it at the Dollar Tree. One dollar make you holla. <laughs> <laughs> Because they don't sell it at Kroger's or nothing. They only Dollar Tree. I feel like I've seen them. Uh-uh, you didn't. was I? I know it wasn't at, well, maybe I was it could, at Dollar it, Tree. It was Dollar Tree only, maybe Big Lots, but they don't show them at Kroger's. I know. I've been, I've, I've been, You've been looking. Aisle. I've been from aisle one to aisle 25. <laughs> <laughs> looking for the windmill cookie. I found them at the Dollar Tree for $1, and I hollered. Like, yes. oh. 
but do you feel like it's social media that gives you the most pressure to rate, like in the race to get no, it together? No, no, no. I feel like other adults will pressure you to. You know what? You know what the worst pressure is? Yeah. Is um, the illusion that adults have money. So when you don't have it, people start questioning you. Like, well, you grown? Why you ain't got no money? I think that that's the worst pressure of all. Like, because I never want somebody to ask me that. So it'll be like, either I'm not going to go because I don't want to feel that pressure. Like, oh, no, I can't go out tonight. You know, you just don't ever. I never explain why I can't go. So if I don't have money to go somewhere, I'll be like, oh, I have another engagement. I don't ever want to be like, well, girl, I'm broke. I can't go. And, and see, that's the problem with problem. What we do is we don't be honest, because if you if you if you tell look. I don't have no money. I can't go because I owe everybody <laughs> and their mother. And I bet you your girlfriend like, girl, you too. I thought I was the only one because I remember when I was in that stage and everybody thought I had money. And I was like, you can dress up a financial mess. I look good. Yeah. And and and, and, and I started saying that. It was like, oh, you too. And I thought I was the only one. But now I'm like, no, I got checked with Bud. <laughs> you got a bud and they were like, oh, you got a man? No, that's AKA budget. <laughs> but, like a bud. But, that makes yeah. it sound like it sounds a little bit better, but I think we put our pressure on ourselves the because most. we try to live somebody else's lifestyle with our money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we put it on. Oh, I gotta have that, and that that FOMO will keep you broke. Oh, that's my little tagline because that FOMO miss- will keep you broke. Oh, I yes. like that. that fear of missing out. Yeah, that was me. I, didn't, I was fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. I didn't want secondhand gossip, and I wanted to be in the selfies and. Y'all did, y'all did me last night. But, uh, <laughs> we took right. the selfies after you left because the, we had to, Kim wanted everybody to come. We're talking about a party we was at. We all went downstairs and it was like, it just was like, right. They, men started watching sports, women started taking selfies. Right. But my thing is, just the fear of missing out. That's, and we put that pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. and, and we're trying to put on this front and, and be that, that, illusion that we're not yes we're, we're the, not. The, i'm telling you it's the adult money l- illusion because right. people will start counting your money like when well, you make this much money uh-huh. so if i had them it's like well i'm not getting all that money free and clear they didn't hand me the forty thousand dollars a year i make right. in my hand they've been no. giving it to me in increments and, and people think that when they look at the gross but they're not looking at the net like you i'll make fifty thousand dollars a year i'm like yeah but you only brought home 25 right because i mm-hmm. and you investing and all that stuff but again, it's the pressure that we put on ourselves. When I when I learned to be me, I had a lot more. I started having a lot more money. When I started mm. being myself, like the things that we try to go to, I don't want to go to. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> like really, like I, you know, the fear of missing out. And I was like, when I started like walking in my own truth and owning me, and I don't want to be like the next person. And it definitely don't count my money. Mm-mm, don't count my money. Don't That's count one my thing. Man. And I just started like, man, I, oh, I can save some money. Like for real, it's delusion, delusion, the illusion. Yes, and the uh, yeah, the fear. Like you feel like you're missing out. Like I'm missing out on vacationing. I'm missing out on owning a home. I'm missing out on all this. Just having what I what I feel like is enough, and you just you just try to acquire. As much stuff as you can, and then after you acquire stuff, you're not happy. happy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's we we're we're so uh, used to being consumers, and we consume mm-hmm. stuff. And you got to have the latest purses and the latest shoes and the latest outfit. And then when you buy that outfit, you feel bloated. You don't want to wear it, and now you don't spend sixty on this outfit just sitting there, not bringing you any joy. And so again. Ooh, this doll money Mm-mm, ain't no joke. It ain't no joke. It ain't no joke. 
And then I'm thinking it all goes by goal setting. Mm-hmm. And, and I teach my clients, like when we do goal setting, first thing I tell them is to start unfollowing some of your friends. Y'all can still be friends because then you're trying to live what? Their life with They're, your income. Yeah. So sometimes you got to unfollow them because then you, you have your goals and you want to be on that home and then your friends are on vacation. And, and now you feel like you're going to go on vacation, but I thought you said you wanted a home. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so... What are your goals now? And really understanding your why. When your why is strong enough, the how doesn't 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 matter. Like when I say do this, you don't even care. I'm gonna do it because your why is so strong enough. But yeah, social media have you thinking like they got it going on. I tell you, you could dress up a hot mess. I'm <laughs> telling you, you, you could a you financial can. mess. Yes. Yes. Especially because you can make it look good. In a, you know, it's like one picture. You saw one picture and you started to feel intimidated. Like, oh, no, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And then you get stressed out. And it's just like, well, it's just one picture. Like, I think that's what I'm constantly reminding myself. Like, it's just one picture. Yeah. It's just one story. It's just one moment. It's really you creating stories about an image you see. And then suddenly you're, you're taking it way beyond what it actually is you have no idea what's going on behind that picture and no then, then you're they're looking at you looking at their pictures but they're looking at your posts and they're looking at your podcasts and your blogs and say i want to be like Laura. <laughs> and, and, you know, so we, it goes back and forth mm-hmm. when we're looking at your neighbors your neighbors looking at you as well like oh man i i need to stand like this and i gotta sit up this way mm-hmm. and so it goes back and forth and i just said once you know you and you won't be intimidated. You just look for them for motivation. So when I look at your 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 blogs and your posts, it's just motivation. Like, okay, she can do it. I can mm-hmm. too. And so when we start looking at that instead of intimidation, I'm telling you, it's just the sky's the limit. Like, oh, man. I'm like, oh, that's motivation. If she can do it, I, I can, can do, do it, it too. Yes. Yeah. And so you just switch it so it won't be intimidation. Mm. I like that. I like that too. That's and good. I love the idea of unfollowing people. Like, not unfriending them, but just not unfollowing the post so you don't have to feel like you need to be doing what they're doing. Because yes. what God has for you, I ain't trying to be preachy, is <laughs> <laughs> for you. And I'm telling you, when you're ready to walk in the next blessed place, it will come. It will just go like boom, boom, boom. And then you're like, how did that happen? I know. Happened, that happened. And we could go, we could be so farther along if we just stayed in our own, and I always say financial lane. Mm-hmm. If we just stay in that lane, we don't look to the right, we don't look to the left, and we can just go straight ahead. We'll be so much closer to reaching our goals, whatever your goals may be, and we just stay straight ahead. But sometimes we look over what they're doing over in that grass. What they look <laughs> doing over here. Yeah. And you forgot all about everything that you said in 2008. Here it is, 2018, about to be 2019. Yeah. You still, tr- you, you could have had it back there in 2008, but you, you, you veered over. But if you just walk your lane, it'll happen. It'll happen for you. Yes, I like that. So since we were talking about social media, um, we were talking about getting the bag before we went to break. <laughs> We said the bag feels elusive, but I always see Delshawn out there. She be uh selling stuff on OfferUp. You be out there getting the money. So we want some, because we said the bag feels elusive and mysterious. What do you think we should be out here doing just as regular everyday people to try to get the bag? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I just I just met up with a sale before I came over this podcast. <laughs> Uh, let's go back with social media. My thing is, you already see me out there, and my mentor, my coach says, people can't pay you if they don't see you. 
And so a lot of people are like, you're always on social media. I say hashtag, somebody got my money. Somebody got my mortgage payment. Somebody about to pay off my student loan. Somebody about to invest in my second business. Somebody, somebody got my money. And so my thing is to you is teach. It's all right to keep some of the money that you earn. Mm-hmm. Pay yourself first. No matter what, before you pay the rent, before you go to the grocery store. And I usually use this example. If you bring home $700, that's net pay. That's bring home pay. Yeah. You're worth saving 1%, $7. That's 1%. 1%. I, I usually and, hear 10%, but 1% sounds really achievable. Because I do budgeting, because yeah. I can flip a budget, slap a budget, flip it up. And so sometimes... <laughs> Rub it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> and so sometimes when I look at budgeting, and they just is, the budget is tight, but I want them to begin to save. I say, okay, we're going to start with 1%, and we're going to work you up to 10%. Then we're going to work you up to 15%. But you got to start somewhere. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. So either it's a percentage or a set dollar amount. I don't care if you say, you know, every time I get paid, I'm going to save $10. So Look, a little bit by a little bit becomes a lot over time. And so my thing is, hey, pay yourself first. I don't care what percentage or dollar amount. And then, hey, the stuff that you have, if you don't like it, you don't need it, you don't use it, you can't fit it, sell it. Bring that money back into the house. That's mm-hmm. what I'm always selling my offer up. Like, somebody got my money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got a size 6 dress in the closet. No, one, I ain't going to get a size 6. I might get down to an 810. But let it go. That's not even my style anymore. So, hey, I'm selling it. Sell it. Yeah, sell it. Let, sell it. it go. let it go. You need money? Go sell something. Yes. Oh, I'm, oh, I can't. I, go sell something. And we don't want to let go stuff it's just stuff yeah. oh, it's, yes it's just stuff one of my um instagram gurus because not only do i follow beyonce i follow gurus uh for my spiritual enlightenment yes. it, within 30 seconds that instagram <laughs> gives you um she said that the spirit of poverty is the spirit of holding on to things because you feel like you're not going to get anything else mm-hmm. so you just keep obtaining things and then hoarding them she was like but the uni- the universe has infinite abundance so whatever you put out you're going to get back so if you let go of things, you'll be constantly getting in things. But if you're always holding on to things, nothing is going to come in. And I thought that was interesting. I think that's interesting about selling things, honestly, because you hold on to stuff and you feel like, oh, it's mine. I can keep this. But it's like, what if you get rid of it? You'll have money, which is ultimately going to give you the, the freedom. Yes. Yes. You'll attract I, things. Uh, I did uh, this, not to, well, last month, was it last month that we did a annual yard sale? And somebody was buying, uh, selling wallets. And I said, and it just dropped into my spirit. I said, buy a new wallet. You want new money, buy a new wallet. And I'm telling you, I, I bought, I, I planted a seed because you got you to gotta plant your seed on good ground. That's what I say. <laughs> and then I'm telling you, the moment that I bought that wallet for $5, new money is con- constantly coming now, in different forms, a different yes. amount. But I'm saying, you want new money, buy a new wallet. You yes. can't put, look, you can't put old things in a, new things yeah. in a old a wallet. Wow. Yeah. And so I did. And hey, you want new money, buy a new wallet. I like that. I like it ain't got to be name brand. Just buy a new wallet. <laughs> yeah, <I'm fine. laughs> you can get your new wallet yes. from Walmart. It just got to be new to <laughs> you. You can get it new from Goodwill, new for new wallet from wherever. But yeah, just fear of letting go because we, we hoard things and we feel like we ain't going to get it back. But yeah. our hands are so close like this. God can't put nothing new on it because your hands are so, so, so close. Let it go. Let yes. it go. Plant your seed. Plant your seed in good ground because I'm looking for a return investment. 
in anything I do. If I do it, hey, Lord, I know it's going to be a return investment. I might not see it today, but it might come next year or something. And so plant your seed. Yes. yes. We like that. We love that. Love it. All right. So after we get the money, so after we get the bag, I feel like um, a, keeping the bag for me is the hard part. Because I don't have a problem with letting go of the money. It's keeping the money that's so hard. It's, see, see, every dollar should have an assignment. Every dollar, even my 50 cent, my little thing, this was for my eyes. <laughs> keep this little water. This is for when I got to pay for parking. So even that 50 cent has an assignment. And so it's all right to, to reward yourself. So I always say you got to keep everything. Mm-hmm. But doing a percentage, like break it down. And it's all right to keep some money. So when opportunity knocks, you don't you have, have to get it. ready. And so you, when you have it, just break it down. Say, you know what, I'm going to put, I'm going to keep 10% here. Maybe if it's a dollar, break it down 10%. Goes here, 10% go here, 30% go here. But you got to you gotta understand that, hey, opportunity is going to be knocking. Mm-hmm. Are you, will you be ready? Yes. Y'all need to be following Del Shark because <laughs> I was watching you the other day and you were like, you know, all, all your money is have a, an assignment. And then you said, because um, you don't have any free money. And I was like, ooh, I need to be reminded of that regularly. <laughs> no free money. There's no free money. You don't have free, like, ooh, I, got, I see an extra $5. Opportunity. Let, me, let me get my Starbucks. And it's like, no, don't spend it. Keep it because every dollar has an assignment, like you said. Even your Starbucks have an assignment. You can do it as long as it's a line item in your budget. Like, I love Penn Station. If I can have Penn Station, I will be budget. I'm like, uh-uh, this ain't going to work. <laughs> this helps me. Ooh, this helped me, but it has to be a line on it. And so when you're looking at your goals, it always go back to your goals. And I, I'm really to give up the good in order to get the great. So if I got to miss some pen station in order to reach my goals, that's what I'm going to do. Because it's only temporarily. And when you're talking about there's no free, free money, it's opportunity money. Yes. And so when opportunity comes to present itself, you don't be like, oh, my goodness, no, you have it. Hold on, let me let me make a phone call. Let me move some money around. And so when people say it's free money, no, it's opportunity money. Opportunity to, what, invest in your next business. Opportunity to, uh, to buy that home. Opportunity to do whatever you want to do. But it's just not free money. Because free money, what, it's not going to be a return investment at all. Mm. Free money is it's free. It's free to do whatever. It's like open your front door and just throwing the money in the street, and then you come back and have that bar remorse. Like, oh, I shouldn't have. Yes. I don't know how many times I've done it. Oh. I know that that walk through Target. You're like, I just came in here for Ooh, toothpaste, the- and suddenly, oh, what did I do, girl? I realized Target is a pimp. Fifty dollars. You know. You know, you hear all these things, you watch movies, and you see pimps do things, like, they'll smack, like, where my money at? You know, like, you just say horrible things. And I realize my pimp says, thanks, see you again. My, that's what the uh, register no. says at Target when you get done. That's what my pimp said. Thanks, see you soon. I was like, well, ain't you a pimp just telling me that I'm coming back? You know, you're going to see me again. See, in my Walmart Chronicles, I, just, <laughs> I, I go live in Walmart, my Walmart Chronicles, and I give them, I give them three action steps to stay, stay, stay focused. And so you already know, you should already know how much you're gonna spend if you have a budget, because you got a line item for Target. If that's what you need to do, I go, I got twenty dollars for Goodwill. I love Goodwill, and so I got twenty dollars in a line item. So you can save fifty dollars for Target, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Bring cash. Okay. You leave no Ooh. debit. You don't take no debit card. Okay. Because okay. if you already said you budget for fifty dollars, we don't we don't do fifty five dollars. We don't do fifty six dollars. We do fifty and under. So number one is uh, 
bring your fifty dollars. In yeah, cash. In cash. cash. No debit you know, card as a backup. Millennials yeah. do not carry cash. <laughs> and so, uh, and this is what we do, cash envelope. I have a 27-year-old millennial. And so, uh, yeah. We, and so you can also have just a, a, a check card or, or a debit card just for Walmart. I mean, for, you know, your Target or your Walmart. Mm-hmm. Just sign to that account. This is just what I'm just going to move this amount over. Number two, make sure you bring a list. Because when you don't bring a list, you start spending things outside of that list. And then number three, set on your a timer on your cell phone. Don't stay in a store longer than 20 minutes. Because the longer that you stay in the store, yeah. the longer that you're going to prone to buy something mm-hmm. that you don't need. And so I have, a, I, when I go in the store, even me, because, you know, I got the Walmart Chronicles. I have an <laughs> alarm on my cell phone for 20 minutes. And then a bonus is you should know your store. And so if you're going for toothpaste, you know is when you go in, it's on the left side. It's, it's on the left. You go down yeah. the left side the, on the down yes. there. It's in a, a row number mm-hmm. three, second shelf. You go and you get out. I know. I've I know. noticed the, those are the times I do my best when I go in the store and I'd be like, okay, I'm going straight to what I I came in here for and then I'm leaving. Or I know, like, I'm going to walk through here. But I'm gonna walk fast. Like I'm not gonna. If I have to, if I stop to think, I just keep moving. The faster I walk, the better I do with uh, not overspending. See, I'm good at merchandising, but as good as I am, I still let it suck me in because I'm a sucker for good merchandising. And Target can't be calling you. Ooh, he's a pimp. <laughs> he keeps you doing things to make it more talk. enticing. I know, I, I have, normally before do. Before you go in, you Before saying, I go in, I go, the clothes are straight in front of you. If you don't walk to the clothes, go to the left and go to the toiletries. <laughs> Get the stuff you came in here for. Like, go straight to the paper towels. Don't walk through. Because they put the clothes and the accessories up front in Target so you can see it. Mm-hmm. And now they put the lights in the toiletry section mm-hmm. to make all the white light to yes, so you can so see the, all the things better. Oh, so I, it's just like, if it's dark, you'll be like, oh, I can't see that. I'm and not looking. I'm not going to the bottom shelf. But when it's light, mm-hmm. even Walgreens is doing it. Uh-huh. Ladies. Don't go into the light. It is distracting. Even at the grocery store, all the grocery stores do that now. And I do the same thing when I go to the grocery store. Make that that thing. And then also what you can have in your wallet is your goal list. What are your goals? It always goes back to goal setting. Mm-hmm. Your, your money is attached to your vision, dreams, and goals. That's how I look. And so have your have your goals, uh, you know, in your wallet. Have your goals on your screen service. So when you're about to... You looking at that goal says, you know what, I'm I'm willing to put this blouse back because I know I want this goal. And so I always go back to goal setting. Mm-hmm. And my question is, how bad do you want it? This oh, is true. That's so true. This is true. Do you want it? Do you want this blouse more than you want your financial freedom? Yeah. And I think keeping the money, because I've worked with a financial coach, and me and Will have worked with a financial coach. Will is Carrie's fiance. And... Um, <laughs> I think having a third party involved really helped because it's like, okay, this is somebody I'm kind of accountable to. Well, I know, I know they're just there for a coach and a guide, but when you know you got to go meet them and be like, right. well, you know, I wasn't bad this week and I wasn't. It keeps that in your mind, like, yo, I want to, I want to bring something to the table the next time I see my financial coach right. and not be like. Oh, like what we talk about on our movie quote when Issa had to go back to Kelly and she told her bitch you broke yeah. but she had somebody keeping her accountable, accountable to the fact that she ain't had no money don't be feeling good girl you still got to achieve these goals yeah 
It, it is. And, and one of my clients came back and says, my daughter was like, what did Delshawn say? <laughs> 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 what did Delshawn say? And they was like, they be in the grocery store talking about, what would Delshawn do? And things like that. And so just holding somebody accountable, just saying, hey, you know, what about your goals? What about your goals? Mm-hmm. It goes all about your goals. Like you said, bringing something to the table. That's like, you know, you don't want to be like, I didn't do my homework. Yeah. Like, like you don't. <laughs> but when you... But we look, make sure it's your best interest. Mm-hmm. And, and so as a financial coach, it's like, okay, you, this is what you, these goals that you want, and I'm going to push you as far as you go let me. Right? See, yes. I'm going to speak and, up for people scared to go to the financial coach. No, but wait, before you say that, it's really good because they always ask you good questions because you, you talk about what you want to do, and then you'll continue talking, and then they'll bring up something like, well, what about this because you said this, and then you stop and you think, and you're like... Well, I really don't know. Now I, now I have to really think about that. It, it, they, yeah, it's really helpful. It's helpful. Okay. Well, yes. Delshawn, I'll be calling you. Yes, it's helpful. Because I need, I definitely need an accountability partner for my money. Because you know what? I do so much better in my business account. Like, no things happen. Because I know it's like, it's me and my business partner's account. I can't be in here just recklessly spending money. But, you know, me by myself is like... I'm single. There's nobody over here checking the account but me. And, and, and that's that was me because single and you don't have nobody. Like, what are you spending all your money? And so you right. had to learn to be your own accountability partner. I had to learn mm. to tell myself no. I learned how to. T- I had to learn how to tell other people no. no. And, and really, you know, have that date with Bud consistently. <laughs> yes, not, yes. Not once dating, every but quarter, but like yeah. weekly and bi-weekly. And I was like, wow. And you look and you were like, man, I do good. What? I could do all these things. And I'd be scared. You know what I mean? Because I feel like the financial coach is going to be like, <laughs> I better go to financial coach so I have to show up to my man like this whenever he falls out of the sky. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's going to be like, look over your financial situation and be like, so this is what you've been doing with your life. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, this is horrible. Like, I think that's my ultimate fear. Like, well, here's everything. Like, I, bitch, you broke. Like, <laughs> and I'm going to be like, I know, I know, I know. You know, we, we just got to be prepared. And so when he come and his, his finances might not be right. So you go like, look, I know how to budget. We're going to sit down here. Because you're a good man. You just don't know. How, you just don't know. And people just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, oh, man, I didn't know this. And so, you know, investing in a financial coach and you be like, wow, I didn't know this. It's just one aha moment. Like, yeah. get it together. And so thing is just removing the financial stress. Yeah. Yes. You thinking why your head, your hair is falling out? You wondering why you got a headache? You got blood pressure? It's it's financial stress, and that's a silent killer. You wonder why you can't hold relationships, where jealousy comes in with your girlfriends? That's financial stress. Oh yes, it is. You start getting jealous and envious, and you don't even know why. Yeah, that's, that's financial stress because you're looking at they they lifestyle, and you looking at your money. <laughs> you looking at they <laughs> lifestyle. You looking at your money. <laughs> yes. And they, you know, that's what it comes in. It comes in. It comes in. A, it's a major. It's a major player. It's a major player, especially because there's a lot of instances where one friend. Um, start to make really good money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? One of your friends makes really good money. Somebody's still on the struggle bus. It's like the insecure setup. Molly makes really good money. Um, Kelly is a financial 
person. I can't, she, I know, she does I, something with money. Yeah, she does. She's it's an not, accountant because she, she was talking about how she don't save her money. She don't save her white clients as much money as her black clients. <laughs> <laughs> she calls it reparations. And then um, <laughs> Tiffany is married yes. and has a good money life. And then Issa is the one friend that does not have her and money Issa together. And Issa is kind of like me. I mean, me and Issa are on the same page because I just been through a two years of brokenness trying to finish up school mm-hmm. and I decided to leave uh, a decent paying job to try to get in the nonprofit sector and um, now I'm back working uh, pretty much full time again and it's hard it's hard watching everybody just go on you feel like what am I doing with my life especially if you're trying to follow your dreams you're like what did I? What am I doing? Where am I going? Right, and, and, and it could be intimidating. That's why I say you gotta just press and pray, press and pray, meditate, press and pray. Because Amen. even with me, I've been running Hayes Financial Coaching business since 2015. Uh, last year, November 23rd, I walked away of a job 17 years, getting paid money every Friday, good mm, benefits, yes. good, good, good everything to run the Hayes Financial Coaching full time. So it's going on about a whole year. And so you can have those doubts. Yeah. But when you, when you, I said, when you true to you and you really enjoy what you do and you, and, and, and it brings me so many, much joy is to see people, right? To see people get what they want, to have that dream come true. Like last night, it was a dream come true sitting in that living room. Like she really worked hard. Yeah. She was one of my clients. Yes. And so it was like, wow. That they, and they said a year, it was less than a year. It was less wow. than a year. It's like a year when we sat down. Together, I said a year. I said they did the work. It was less than a year, and so when I see that, even though it seemed like, man, what I used to, you know, what I used to have, mm-hmm. it's like it's gonna be so much, so much more. If you just walk in your calling, walk in your purpose, it's going to come. But you got to pray and press and pray and press and meditate and stay in your own lane. Yes, I think that's really important. And I think the goals and the your why is essential. And it takes time to, like, even sit down with yourself and be like, well, what do I actually want? Mm -hmm. And and I had a conversation, and and I, you know, again, back to my clients, when we look for goals, and that is the sole key. Budgeting is a, it supports it, but knowing your goals. And I said, your goals, every goal should have a purpose. Mm, yeah. And then knowing your why is your motivation. My goals keep me focused, but my why keeps me motivated. And so when I want to throw in a towel, I know I got a 27-year-old millennial looking <laughs> at me and making sure when you make your goals that you're, you're, those goals are personal for you, that others can benefit around it. Because I remember 15 years ago, everybody was like, you need to buy a house. You need to buy a house. And I'm thinking like, I'm living in a projects. I'm, man, I'm, I'm look, I'm paying <laughs> rent. Look, I got 372 ceiling rent. I have money. And everybody was like, you need to buy a house until I believe, and that's what I truly wanted for myself. Mm-hmm. Then that's when the goals start happening. I start doing the work. But if we're trying to, you know, put other people's goals on us, this is what I need to be, this is what I need to be, you're never going to reach your goals. And you, and then when you do it, you're not going to be happy. Because now you got this house, and like, I got this house, and it's just me. Ain't nobody here. Yeah. Come play with me. Come come on, come play with me. Mm-hmm. And it's just really understand being you and knowing your goals is for you. There's nobody else mm-hmm. but yours. And it'll happen. It, it'll happen. It'll happen. Your goals is for you that other people can benefit around it, not the other way around. I'm having these goals, everybody benefiting but me. 
That's the truth right there. That is so the truth. That's deep. It is deep. You have friends. I didn't even know we was friends. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Like, what? I didn't even know we was friends. Oh, shoot. You want to take a selfie with me? What? (laughs) And it's like, those goals benefit everybody else but me. And I'm like, oh, I had to switch that around. I'm not being selfish, but I am being selfish because at the end of the day, it's me. It's you. It's me. I'm doing the work. And your money has to take care of you. Right. But yeah, we friends. You got some new friends. <laughs> oh goodness! Yes, mm. this is all found, sounding so perfect. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh yes, we did want to talk about building black wealth because I feel like yes. it's not a lot of it. Like so many of us don't come from generational wealth um and then by the time somebody does make money it's the person who made the money's job to pull up everybody else so what do you think because i think me and k-ray talk about it all the time about like investing in buying communities and like buy up the block and different things of that nature like those types of initiatives to like keep the black community to where it can actually be like a power player Absolutely. I'm always about building black wealth. But again, if you can't save, you can't invest. Mm, Everybody, right. you want to buy the block, <laughs> but your bank account said, nah. Nah. Yes. <laughs> nah. And so this is really good investing. You know, I'm always thinking about stocks and bonds and really looking. I got some great business partners who are in that and, and one of the great ones says you know well when we when you look into investing stocks and bonds really look what's in your household sometimes we want to invest in things that we don't know anything about mm-hmm. what are the brands that you represent what what are the brands inside your house you know these brands and so again um definitely have to do your research 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 even though i give i've always give options you know i, I give you options and so research about buying up the block absolutely i want that house i want that house i want some doors right right and i want some doors yes <laughs> i want yes. some doors and i just finished up a six, six a eight week uh boot camp for first investors and and one of the lady came on and she says that uh real estate is a new retirement plan because number one everybody needs a place to live mm. true true you always need somewhere to live as long as you're living and so that was one thing is like if you understood that and she broke it down like, you know, the money's in a zone. Because mm-hmm. when you look at the zoning, because we were like, I want to buy that block and I want to buy that block, but is it zoning approved? And so it goes back doing your research and research. But definitely we, we build, yeah, build block well all day long, but we got to educate ourselves. Sometimes we don't want to sit down and say, oh, I got time to read a book. But you read everybody's post on Facebook for three hours. Oh, oh girl. girl, you dropping gems yeah, right there. there. And they said, I don't, I don't, you know, I wrote a book, they said, I don't read. But I said, you you liked everything I checked and you read Even if everything. you don't want to read, there's Audible. There are books. You know, like, books on tape. Yes. Like, Audible, when you're driving books down on, the highway, yes. listen to those podcasts. As, you know, listen to that stuff, get educated. And so when somebody come to you that you know what they're talking about, learn, you know, the, the, the financial literacy. Like, I give them, like, vocabulary. Like, what's an asset? What's mm-hmm. a liability? You know, I you know, I, I give them all this stuff. So when somebody try to talk over you, like, don't talk over. Come on down here. Come on down <laughs> here. And no, but getting educated. It's evidence out there. YouTube. Like, it's so much free yeah, resources so much. that we don't take advantage of it. And then we make excuses. I was one of them. 
Mm. Yes. I used to say, oh, it's for the people who make more money than me. People who got initials behind their name. No. No, it's evidence where, you know, this little man was, what he was doing, a toll collector. And he was a millionaire. Just saving. Oof. Just saving. Just saving. And, Ugh. you know, leaving a financial legacy and not a financial burden. Yeah. But we just, you know, have to start educating ourselves. I'm so glad we had you in today. And, like, remove, <laughs> remove all those distractions. That's what it is, too. Yes. yes. It's it's the it. distractions and the distress. It's, like, it really is distressing to be broke. It is, like. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. It'll put so much pressure on you that you'll be, like, I can't, I can't function. I can't think. I can't achieve anything because I'm broke. Yeah. And I think sometimes, a lot of times, we just do it to ourselves. Like, if you were really just, like, think about what you're spending your money on, you wouldn't be broke. Right. All the time. I, and um, one of my budget courses that I wrote up, the first activity that I gave them is told them to pull their bank statement for the last three months, pull their credit card statement for the last three months, create three highlighters. I want you to do a highlighter, one color, uh, for your bills. Another highlighter for your want, and then a highlighter for your needs. And then add up all the dollar amount, add it up for your want. Just want for the one month of stuff I just wanted. I know. It'd be mm. a hard reality to look at. But if you take that $800, that $800 yeah. just think, even just cut it in half to $400. I'm going to say, because you yeah. know, I'm always about, you know, reward ourselves just take $400 and then when the stock market come up and you'd be like oh man I could drop $150 on the stock mm-hmm. yeah. and now I'm I'm a I'm an owner of Apple I'm an owner of Amazon if we start looking at ourselves as a, when we invest no now I'm an owner I'm no longer a consumer I'm an owner of this and so sometimes we don't want to let go and that's a return on investment See, I think people are always kind of scared of the stock market or just, like, unsure of how to start. So what do you think, what's the easiest way or the first place to look if you want to invest in some stocks? My, my thing is, you know, if your employer does 401k, start mm-hmm. there. And they have all, I know mine have a lot of uh, tutorials and things like that. Mm-hmm. And just really researching for yourself. getting It's educating for yourself. And then so when you meet up with some of, you know, of the investors that you can start asking questions. Okay. Because what I don't want to, I I want you to know more than me, but also want to have some type of education behind it. So, because it's my money. You Mm -hmm. should have complete control of your money. But really just, hey, start with, if you got a job, if you're not investing in your job, that's free money. It is. That's, you know, it's not free opportunity money. My side, I'm my, I'm my bad. It's <laughs> opportunity money to invest. And so when you think about investment, as for long, that's not a get weak. I mean, get quick scheme or get rich quick. No, it's for a future. Mm-hmm. But you gotta realize what we do today is what we're gonna see in the future. What we what we see now is what's been done in the past. So if you broke today. It's because of all the choices that you made in the past. Mm. And so when you get rich in a couple of years, it's everything that you did from the day on. Mm. And so mm. we, and so investing, I mean, just research. That puts that in a whole other perspective. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it researching and researching and things like that because it's, 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 a, it's a win-win. It goes up. I don't lost some money. I think one year I lost $18,000. Oh, wow. I says, oh, but you know what? I couldn't take it. I still can't, I still can't dip into it. Yeah. 
I still can't dip into it. I still got what they say it's not lost till you cash it out anyway. Right, and so I'm still still going. So I don't even worry about that part. I'm wondering what can I invest now that I can see a, a quick return investment. Like I'm looking at some investment property. That's a that's a that's something that I could get right now. Right now, yeah. and looking at all the streams of income, whether it's Earn income, working your nine to five, passive income, residual income. Yes, because I've I mean, been trying to get to seven streams of income, and like I keep stalling out at two. At two. <laughs> I can give you like three right now. What? Okay, give me two. Give me two right now. Um. So first source of income is my job, uh-huh. and then my second source of income are my side businesses. But those only bring in. It's like it's more sporadic money, so it's not a constant, but it's money nonetheless. It's money, money, because it's a little. I always got like my little drip drips. Those little drip <laughs> drips drip, can pay drip. my sanitation bills. Those little drip drip can uh, pay my gas and electric. I mean, my my thing is like that. And so, with you, you could do. Hey, for me, you know, you style, you you do fashion. Some people don't know their body types. That's one income. That's Great. one of the drips. Okay, one of the drips, <laughs> and you know, yeah. so you have to look at it and really really be uh present like i said social media we're on social media people can't pay you if they they don't don't see you you, and Mm -hmm. if they don't know what you do i know what you do but do everybody know what you do maybe everybody doesn't they don't maybe you need to post it and re and you know once in a while when i get new friends i reintroduce myself in case y'all don't know what i do these are the problems that i solve and nobody should out market you but you can't nobody market you but you or out market mm. you. Mm. Y'all doing this podcast. What if somebody wants to start a podcast? I just went to FinCon for a whole week down in Orlando, Florida. We talked about starting a podcast. And my thing about my podcast, somebody's right right now. How do you do it? You can give them resources, free resources, and put it on an ebook and sell it. Drip, drip. Drip, drip. Came through dripping. <laughs> <laughs> You can write an ebook like this. How to help you know your experience yeah. of working with a financial coach and how you got through it. Put on an ebook. It's true. Post sell it. I got a whole styling ebook that I haven't even finished. Yeah, and you, you broke. Finish that. I don't, I don't. That don't even make sense. See, look at y'all shot in here making. And sense. if you're good at something, don't do it for free. And I had to learn that the hard way because I'm like, we know we're in a giving, and I love giving, but at the end of the day. When people pay, they pay attention. When they pay more, they pay more attention. So if I just give it to you, you don't value, you won't take action. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so stuff I do online, I do that free. But a lot of people still, from three years ago, you've been following three years, and you still ain't saved $300. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And so my thing is when you start paying, because then you hold them accountable. Like mm-hmm. I can't give it to you free because I know you are not going to do it. But when you invest, mm. Yeah. When you invest. It's a different feeling. Like, oh, man, I got to do the work. Yeah. I got to do the work. But, yeah, if you're good at something, don't do it for free. I tell them all day long. I don't care if you you can charge them $5. Because the moment that you say no, they'll go down the street and pay somebody else for a higher cost. Learn to say no and be good about it. Feel good about it. Mm. Mm. And then you do sell. You need some money? Go sell something. Go sell, sell something. Then. So we can go by I'll doors try. and build the black wall. What? I'll try. Build the I'm black wall. Huh? <laughs> so I'm good. I'll try. I'm not a good salesman. <laughs> what you got to sell? I, nothing right now. You can sell 
We've been trying to sell. We could get back on um, Poshmark or. Poshmark. Yeah, I was trying to sell all my old small small body clothes. Okay. Yeah. Small right. body. You, you know, I, you know, I teach a course on how to sell an offer up. See, you might have to take that course. I might it's have to do that. Some investments, good seed, good ground, some extra change, and it's an affordable class. We need to take it together. Yeah, it's all the stuff and resources. I don't even know how to meet up and things like that. Somebody got your money. Some, somebody, somebody, I'm going to put I'm, that on my somebody, mirror. I even got a t-shirt. Somebody got your money. I even got a t-shirt. I even teach people how to do t-shirts. I even own t-shirts. I put. I got a t-shirt made. It's like, somebody got my money. Somebody got my mortgage money. Somebody Girl, got my money. I need to put that on my I'm, mirror today. Ooh, that is. I'm putting that on my mirror, too. Somebody, somebody got, got my, my money. money. Somebody got my money. Somebody got it. They do. It's in their pocket right you're doing now. A dis- I claim it. You're doing a disservice if you're not selling. Yeah. You got what somebody needs. Mm. Maybe I can't afford $300, but I can afford your dress. That means my style. You're doing a disservice when you don't sell. Look at all these brands. They sell, sell. You look sell. at commercial, commercial. And we sell. never complain about commer- watching commercials. We keep watching the same old commercial. Social media is so huge. It's huge. It's so huge. And if, if look. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, I'm friendly. That's fine. You want to buy them from me anyway. I know that's right. If you don't like it, I'm friendly. I'm friendly. You want to buy them from me anyway. Because you ain't got my money anyway. I'm friend. I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so good with that. Because, look, somebody got my money. We got to build up the black wall. And you can't build from an empty pocket. You can't give from an empty pocket. Mm. Empty pockets. Empty pocket. Build yeah. nothing. Empty pockets. Build nothing. <laughs> build nothing. <laughs> It good. I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking at $10. Somebody's like, oh, man, I only got $10. I was like, you got $10? It was like, I was doing, <laughs> I was doing what Timmy had. It's like, oh, you got $10? $10? They was like, what you got? I was like, shoot, I could buy a domain name for $10. You like, can. Look, 10 to 12 see, Look, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you was like, I saw only. Girl. Yes. <laughs> somebody got my money. Somebody yeah, has look, your money. Somebody you have to flip it around and just be like, no, yes. this, I have ten dollars. I have ten dollars. Like, positive thing. Like yeah. I got ten dollars. Like that's an opportunity. Opportunity money. That's, that's opportunity money. Opportunity. I feel like, like all of this is just flipping your perspective on like, money and making it more positive instead of negative. Right. And leave that broke, broke. Like I was writing on this uh webinar I'm thinking I'm about to do. I know I'm gonna do a webinar turn into the broke uh to a book called Broke. From broke to banking. Yes. And I don't know if I'm going to do a webinar series or just do a conference on uh, from broke to banking. Mm. Oh, that feels like a good uh, meet up and talk. And yeah, I, I think that's what I'm thinking. I, like, I'm just from broke mm-hmm, to banking. Yeah. And then what banking mean? How much is too much? Like, you know, how much is too much? Yeah. I mean, how much? I'm like, well, you got $2,000, shoot. That's a lot to somebody who don't have <laughs> well, anything. Yeah. And then when you be like, oh, my goodness, I only got $2,000. They got $10,000. I'm like, big or small, we celebrate it all. Yes. I remember yes. I have nothing. Ooh. That goes into another point you wanted to hit about learning uh, to see the progress yes, that you've Yes, learning made. to see the progress you've made because it, it gets hard. It'd be like, well, I only have $500 in savings. Yeah, so I know. That's not a lot. And, but it's like, no, I have $500. This is great. I can I can get to the next place and the next step by remembering my why. Yeah. Right. Your why got to be strong. It's strong. But yeah, big and small, we celebrate it all. Somebody's like, this, 
uh, this mother called me. She said, I didn't want to chime down on your Facebook page. Now I say, just DM me or call me and call me. It was like 10 o'clock at night. Made me cry because it just hit me so hard. It says, I just want to let you know I've been watching you. And this is the first time, and I'm, I'm 67 years old. This is the first time that I pay myself first and open me up a savings account. 67. I'm about to probably cry now. Because wow. it just hit me. like I was like, wow. 67. Because we're so used to just giving and giving and spending and spending. Mm-hmm. She said, I finally paid myself first and opened up an account nobody knows about. Wow. Uh, I said, wow. 67. Wow. That's, yeah. Start today, y'all. Today. Save something. Start right now. (laughs) You can go online and open up a bank account. Yes. That is so easy. It's so quick. It's like... And I find those accounts to be better for my savings account because then it's... It's not accessible. I don't have a debit card to it. So then once I put it there, it's like, it's there. Yeah, my emergency uh, doesn't have a debit account. I don't even do online banking. Like, I physically have to go to the credit union if it's an emergency. It's got to be a dollar emergency. Like, your vaca- you know, your birthday's not an emergency. It is not. Christmas is not an emergency. It comes every year, December 25th. And, like, people are like, oh, it's an emergency. No, it's not an emergency. It's not a dime. Let's see what we're going to sell something to cover this cost. Mm-hmm. Let's work in the budget and see how we can move some money around. Maybe we need to scale back. We need to do something. Because that's just a tire emergency. Like, if your roof just came off or something like that. No, that's an emergency. That's an emergency, right? <laughs> but sometimes it's like, oh, you think it's an emergency? And I put it back. And sometimes we don't. Don't put it back. That's true. And so I don't have a debit card. I don't even know a line. They give me, like, bring me the statements in and things like that. But definitely. Online is good. Online savings is good. If it's automatic, I love automation because you don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like auto. I, most of my savings is for automatic because I won't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I won't remember. You won't remember. Some people won't, but, you know. And make sure that you just continue to do it because a little bit by a little bit becomes a lot over time. You're like, oh man, I got this in savings. Mm-hmm. So I celebrate like, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, because a lot of people don't know how to save. We know mm-hmm. how to spend, but we don't know how to save. And I'm not, but I'm saving for a purpose. My tribe is called the Money Controllers. So we spend with intention and we save on purpose. We also have plea control of how much money that we want to earn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Want to earn. What to earn. What you want to earn. Like my mentor is like, hey, how much are we going to make a $1,000 a day? And sometimes I ain't. <laughs> but look, that's all right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. <laughs> like, look, ain't, yes. nobody hitting, ain't nobody hitting the PayPal. Ain't nobody signing up. And all, you know, all Oh, my God. Stuff. It gets so discouraging when you, so... own, when you run an online business and you haven't sold anything for the day. It's like. It just. Should I try again tomorrow? Okay. I know. It takes everything, like everything. Yeah. But it's always knowing in your, having, you know, really knowing you and your purpose. And, you know, I always like, if you could do it and don't get paid, paid, would yeah. you do it? Sometimes I'm like, mm, I don't know, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I don't know, Jesus. Jesus, these are your lights. <laughs> but really, just really thinking about that. And that goes back to your consumer debt. And as for me, is. When I really transitioned, I mean, I didn't have a car payment. I didn't have, you know, credit card, you know, things like that. And so what you do, your personal finances will eventually roll into your business. Mm-hmm. And so now it takes the pressure off. Now I'm not chasing Laura in her inbox, like, buy my stuff because I need to pay my car note. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and so that some I left some of that stress off. Like, yeah, I need the money. I still got a mortgage, but it's not as hard when you have all those expenses. Other expenses down. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about jumping um, when I went to a conference a week ago, and a lot of people were interested in being full time artists or just being full time creatives. And they were like, you know, think before you leap. You know, you want to make that jump, but you have to financially plan out the jump and save up to do it, yeah. and make sure you don't have a whole bunch of expenses. When you right. finally make that transition into being a full-time entrepreneur. Right. And you can't save enough. People are like, oh, save a year, two years, three years. No, it's never enough because when the clients, when you stop working, the money stops coming. And the clients, you went to a fixed income where you know you got paid to verbal income. Like my you know, income varies from month to month. Even though I project it, but sometimes I might not hit it. I might mm-hmm. be over and learn how to stretch the money and not stress about money. And also that full time, I got to pay for my own taxes. And so when you be like, oh, I got this money now, you must sit 30% away for those taxes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sell. Because they get real. I got to pay for my own health insurance. I mean, that's some yeah. real life stuff. And so people, I never tell people to walk away from your nine to five. No, if you love it, stay, but have some side houses on, on the back end. But when you do that full time, this is a whole nother ball game. Mm-hmm. And they were like, save, save, save. And I'm just, I was just telling my girlfriend, I said, just as my, just think, okay, $2,000 is just the base of my bills. I've been out, I've been uh, self-employed for 10 months. How much is that? 2000 times 10, that's what? 20,000 20, that I had yes. in my savings mm. that I had saved up. And so that was like, wow. To, you know, you, yeah, that's yeah. not. You need money, what? Sell something. <laughs> Sell but something. just looking at that, and so when people are like, oh, I'll just save up for six months in, in a year. Like, you don't stop savings. Even when I tell people to, you know, pay off debt, we still pay off debt and save at the same time. And so entrepreneurship, everybody like, ah, oh, you're stupid. For, nah, you like it. Keep going. Because, mm-hmm. that, look, that job is funding your, your your true passion. Yes. I always tell people, yeah. like, you know, your 9 to 5 is so you can so you can fund the thing you love to, to do, do mm-hmm. until you get to a point where you're making so much money that it no longer makes sense to be here. Be here. Mm-hmm. Like, you, that's how much... That's how much money you have to make to leap. You're like, it no longer makes I can make more money not being here than I get being uh-huh. here. But if you, like, if you only make it enough to, like, you know, occasionally, sometimes I can go out to eat off the money that I make. Off my, like, you're not there yet. You're not there yet. <laughs> and make it consistently and really know your audience. And so, you know, you got to continue to be creative mm. and try to set mm. yourself outside the box. Because everybody's talking about finances. Yeah. But, you know, that's why I talk about budgeting. I don't talk about prosperity plan. I talk about a budget. If you broke, it's a budget. Now, if you got a lot of money, maybe you can flip to a prosperity plan. But right now, because I understand budgeting is a foundation of everything that we do. Mm. And that's why I love budgeting. That's why I always talk about budgeting. I already know budgeting helps you increase your credit score as well. 35% is can you pay your bills on time? You don't have a budget. You ain't going to pay your bills on time. <laughs> no, 30% is, you know, removing those debt monkeys, that debt-to-income ratio. Hey, your budget will tell you how much you can pay on that. So that's the financial. Everybody going to need me. I'm the foundation. I'm, I'm, I'm the sturdy one. So when you make more money, then you know how to master it. Mm. And so and everyone's like, why you say budgeting? I said, because when I go in there and, and, and meet with clients and I'll meet with organization, we've been doing a business plan. Mm-hmm. And business deal, they don't be like, "What's your prosperity plan?" They be like, "What's your budget?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. What's yes. your budget? Look, budget yes. is a budget. Oh you no, put a name on it. Uh, but I just say, "Hey, I want to keep." I it just real. asked K Ray the, the other day. She just got engaged, and she's you know getting our wedding 
planning together. And I was like, well, what is your budget? And Kara's like, it's $2. I was like, is that your real budget? <laughs> I was like, because I don't plan any event without a budget first. And she was looking like, you're being mean. I and just that posted that. And her, <laughs> about a working with her. Yes. And I was like, I know you think I'm being mean in sister mode. But in reality mode, I was like, I've never had an event without having a budget. Even if our budget was $300, we got $300 <laughs> to have this event. Boom, boom, boom. You move from that point. So I think, you know, I think it's all about, you know, getting quiet, finding what it is that you truly, really want. And like you said, creating a why so that you know why you're doing this so you don't get distracted along the way. And then at the end of the day, you know, then you can start adding on to those different things. I'm so glad we had Delshawn here. because I needed this pep talk, this rallying cry yes. to get my bag together. Yes. yes. Get it in order. So my bag can be full of flush and plush. So your bag can be organized in different compartments. Yes. You got little things over here and over mm-hmm. here. You got a section for each little thing. That's what it's about because it's about budgeting. Budget. It ain't about just filling the bag. You got to put the bag it's in It's a strategic compart- bag. Yes. yes. One of them bags with all the pockets in it. Every pocket got a dollar. Yes. I, I can't have a hobo bag now. No, okay. let's not just throw it in there. Let, let's just organize throw it in it. the bag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Organize. Organized bag. How are you handling your money? How are you handling your money? You just like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are running out of time, but we just wanted to thank Delshawn so much for coming in. We are going to, uh, do we already pay bills with a break? Yes, we did. Okay, good. So as long as we pay the bills, see, we still have a strategic bag, even for the <laughs> podcast. We've paid bills. We've talked to Delshawn. We got want to thank her so much for coming in. We really appreciate you giving us these tips, these tricks, and these tools yes. to help us get the bag together. Yes. All right, so we are about to close out with our wise principal. K-Ray, do you feel like you've gotten the proper tools and knowledge to get your bag together? I feel like I do have the tools to begin the journey of getting my bag together. Well, you know, it's all about the journey, the steps you must take to get to where you ultimately want to be. So we are all on our own journeys. If y'all only knew where our your <laughs> own journey statement comes from, you would feel so bad for the people involved with that journey. Anyway, but yes, we are all on our own journeys. <laughs> we should just abandon everything and head in the direction that feels like we're getting our shit together. So I want to close out with our wise principle today. And it is coming from a place of love, understanding, and the spirit of true sisterhood. <laughs> See, you, they, why you have to say that? Because you, you know if you say something that's from a movie, I'm going to want to follow up with what's after it, even if it doesn't apply to what we're getting ready to talk about. But I'm sorry. I thought Go that on. was the pure essence of all conversations with us. <laughs> the movie quotes. Okay. No, but it's true. I feel like if you get yourself spiritually together, mentally together, and you're in this wonderful place in within yourself but then your money is not together you're just gonna always like want to start reverting back to former versions of yourself because you don't have the money that matches your mental Iyan Levan scent I know sometimes you just have to realize where you are in the social economic spectrum 
and live within those means. And some, I think in today's age, it's really hard to kind of humble yourself and say, this is where I am right now. I have to live within these means. It doesn't mean that you can't aspire for more and work towards getting your whole bag, the bag you done dreamed of. Mm-hmm. So but you can I, make another deposit. Yes. But I know I, how to go and get a bag, don't I? I know how to make a bitch bag, don't I? I wish I could stop her. But... Um, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so so good. Because we're going to close this out with our wise principle and say that a woman is not fully together until she gets her paper straight. So go ahead, girl. Get out there and get that paper, though. Yeah, Laura, we hope you get your paper together, girl. Why do you have to do it like that? Like your paper is 1,000. I didn't say it was. You know what? I'm going to take that. I'm going to manifest that. Because I'm about to be stacking dough on these people. I'm going to just be like, eh, eh, eh. It's going to be a strip club everywhere I go. Then I'll pick the money back up and then make a deposit in the bank. But we thank y'all for tuning in to this episode of Dim Wise Girls. We're going to catch y'all on the flip side next week. Wise girls, wise girls, wise girls.